Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Howdy, my friends. This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. And we are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Wonderful to have you guys with us. Could not do it without you. Appreciate you more than you would ever know. You can chime into the show via the renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas fan phone at 844-326-3663. And you can hit us. On the text line at 71307, just start your text with the word fan, and away you go. Apologies in advance. Uh, Battling through the crud right now. The wifey has been out uh, of work since Thursday. I did my best to miss just Friday, uh, and uh, we're doing what we can, man. We're doing what we can. But, uh, man, it's you guys ever had that situation where it's like there is more white on your floor? And I'm talking about tissues, okay? Family show. T- tissues on your floor than there is anything else. That's that's what's going on over in the Ryan household right now. All right? What do you say? It is time for us to do that jam. We call it the top five at five. Uh, the top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the upstate, offsiders, the top five at five starts right now and now the top five at five and five four three two one hit it five all right at number five you guys know this is one of the most crazy stats we've ever heard of we've ever seen all right every year 12 team playoff era There were five new playoff teams. At least that was the case 16 out of the last 18 years before we switched to 14 teams. That's a turnover rate of 42%. If your job had that turnover rate, you'd be looking for a new career, brother. Well, now that there's 14 new new teams, 14 playoff teams in the NFL, there are six new playoff teams every single year. 44% turnover. It has gone up. And my friends, this has proven to be not moronic, but prophetic. This year, new playoff teams in the AFC, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Houston, replacing Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and the Los Angeles Chargers. 
In the NFC, new playoff teams, Detroit, Green Bay, and the Los Angeles Rams, replacing the New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings, and Seattle Seahawks. Folks, this stat is unbeaten. You know, certainties in life, death and taxes, and this, six new playoff teams every single bloody year. It's incredible that this stat honors itself year after ever-loving year. And yet here we are. All but one of the six new playoff teams has been eliminated. Detroit is the last man standing. And what a story that is. I invite you, my friends, to try this challenge out for yourself. All right? Ask yourself, who are the six new playoff teams going to be this year, next year? And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to get to three or four, and you're going to say, nope, nope, this is the year that there's not three or four new ones. And yet there always are more than three or four. You know, like, who shocked you that didn't make the playoffs this year? Jacksonville, you're shocked they weren't in, right? Cincinnati, you didn't have Joe Burrow going down for the year on their on your bingo card, right? So what do you think? There's going to be six new ones in 2024. Book it. Bank on it. Next up. Four. At number four, man, the Buffalo Bills. Are they a new entrant on our list of uh, father and son relationships in sports? Have they entered now that discussion? Have they entered the chat? Because despite the fact that Buffalo has beaten Kansas City three times in a row in the regular season, Kansas City has beaten them three times consecutively when it matters in the postseason. And yesterday was no different. I was shocked by what I saw. I didn't feel like Kansas City had the horsepower. Andy Reid put on a coaching masterclass with very limited weaponry in his arsenal. And I've never been more blown away. Would you believe Kansas City had five third downs the whole game? The whole game, five third downs. They didn't need third down to beat Buffalo. Could you believe that Buffalo found a way to choke yet again? And you know, when you consider this, right, like father-son relationships in sports, Auburn is, uh, Alabama's the daddy, Auburn's the son. Florida's the daddy, Florida State is the son. Michigan is the daddy, Ohio State is the son. Michael Jordan is the daddy. LeBron James is the son. The Kansas City Chiefs are the daddy. The Buffalo Bills are the son. Make no bones about it. I'm Mark Ryan, and I approve this message. Next up. Three. At number three. You know, not just because of what I'm about to tell you. Okay, but it's time that the Buffalo Bills make a change in the coaching ranks, don't you think? Here's Tony Romo talking about the most devastating loss of Josh Allen's career. This is going to be the most devastating loss, I think, of Josh Allen's career because they had things situated for an advantage. They were at home. They worked all year. They were playing great football. They were coming in, and they started the game great. They were running the ball, and for him, he played great today. He played outstanding. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always going to fall on his shoulders, him and the head coach, because he's the quarterback. 
But it's just so hard to take if you're Josh Allen because it's like, what else can I do? And the truth is just keep going, doing it. You'll break through eventually. Problem is 15 is really good. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, he ain't just going to let you do it. you got to go win it and take it from him. Right. To hey. be the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah, I mean, Tony Romo, that's true, and that's right, and that's fair. But I'm going to tell you why it's time to move on from Sean McDermott in Buffalo, okay? If you include Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll, there are nine active coaches who have won the Super Bowl. Nine. It's happened nine times. Only three out of the nine guys who have won it did so in their first stop. But more importantly is this. All nine who won the Super Bowl did so between their second and seventh year with their team. Andy Reid won the Super Bowl in Kansas City in year seven there. Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh, year two. John Harbaugh, Baltimore, year five. Sean McVay, Los Angeles Rams, year five. Mike McCarthy, Green Bay, year five. Sean Payton, New Orleans, year four. Doug Peterson, Philadelphia, year two. Bill Belichick, New England, year two. And Pete Carroll, Seattle Seahawks, year four. Sean McDermott just concluded his seventh year with the Buffalo Bills. He has not won the Super Bowl. If you continue to employ that man who is wasting Josh Allen's career, you are choosing to support Albert Einstein's definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Please stop doing that. Please take a step forward as a franchise. Okay? This isn't working for you. Well, Mark Ryan, Sean McDermott is the only Buffalo coach that led us to double-digit wins this millennium. Yeah, he's also the only Buffalo coach who had Josh Allen. Okay? There's a lot of coaches, a lot of mediocre coaches. Frank Reich could lose in the second round of the NFL playoffs with Josh Allen. Make the hard decision. Look at yourself in the mirror and make the right decision. Please, it's time to move on from Sean McDermott. Next up. Two. At number two today. You know, there's a crazy dichotomy going on right now in college basketball. All right. Um, ESPN.com's Bracketology. Joe Lenardi has Clemson in the tournament as a seven seed right now. Has South Carolina in the tournament as one of the last four teams in. Here's the problem. According to the projection service, TeamRankings.com, Clemson has a 99% chance to win. South Carolina, a 7% chance to get in. This is mind-boggling to me, brother. 7% chance. Now, why do they say that? The Gamecocks are 15-3. Their best start since 2016-2017. Did something special happen in that year? 2016-2017? Wink, wink. You and I both know you made the Final Four. This site projects that the Gamecocks are going to finish 20-11. That's a record of five and eight the rest of the way. Four of the Gamecocks' next five games are against top 25 opposition. But certainly if Joe Lenardi has him in now, 
toward the end of January, they got a better than 7% chance to make the tournament, right? 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 Look, blown away at the job Lamont Paris has done. He is well ahead of the curve. He is doing things the right way. Okay? Um, and I can acknowledge when a Gamecock is doing good, when a Gamecock is doing well. I saw it at Chattanooga. I'm seeing it again now. That guy is a program leader in South Carolina, and the much maligned Ray Tanner made the right choice. And finally. One. You know, um, so much criticism about Taylor Swift at all the Kansas City Chiefs games. So much criticism. And I'm going to here to tell you, not only do I not mind when they show the Taylor Swift suite when Kansas City plays, I love it. I, like, call my wife over every time. Babe, they're showing Taylor Swift. Look, Travis Kelsey just scored. They're going to show Taylor Swift. I love that she's loyal. I love that they've been together only since the summer. And that she, like, gives up. She sacrifices her day in, day out, her life. I mean, is that not, is what she's giving Travis Kelsey not what each and every one of us hope for from our significant other? It is an absolutely beautiful thing, is it not? And she's into it. And who knows if she knows football or not? But she's engaged. And so, like, I, I don't understand the people complaining about it. Diesel says, look, they're bringing in a new fan base. The sport, yeah, they are. It's incredible. And if the worst thing that happens to Travis Kelsey is she writes a song about it. Oh, no. To have a song written about you. Isn't it like, I mean, like, wouldn't we all love to have a song written about us? I asked you guys, you know, like having a song written about you isn't that bad. We've all been through worse, right? What is your worst breakup story? Texter says, my friend's girlfriend once beat him up and threw his house keys in a pond after they broke up. He slept in his car that night because he didn't want to call his friends and tell them. They have been married for 10 years now. That's not the worst that I've heard. Texter says, imagine being married to someone for 20-something years and then finding out they're a serial killer. I'd say that's probably the worst way to end a relationship. Texter, did that happen to you? Another texter says, Mark, I was engaged to a woman and my friend screenshotted her Tinder profile to me. She was matched with over 5,000 blokes, some of which were my friends. Some friends they are. <laughs> Another offsider says, I went to kiss my wife at midnight on New Year's. And she whispers while he's going to kiss her. I want a divorce. He found out she was cheating on him with multiple guys. I was doing a radio show in Atlanta. My phone kept buzzing. Why? Because my ex had gone onto my personal Facebook page, hacked into it, sent a nasty gram to all my friends and family. 
put my, all of my belongings outside the apartments on the front yard. Okay. So you see, having somebody write a song about you is by far not the worst thing that could happen. Can we agree on that? I'm all about Taylor Swift at Chiefs games. The notes are today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do. And the renewal by Anderson Fan Phone, 844-326-3663, is a number in which you can get to us also at 71307 on the text line. Start your text with a new fa- with uh, the word fan, and away you go. You can get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube at the Fan Upset on everyone. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube. And finally, email. You guys can all email the show, Mark Ryan. That is M A R C Ryan at thefanupstate.com. All the different ways you can get in touch with us here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. All right, my friends, coming up next on the show, what team that you have no ties to do you find yourself rooting for? Has it ever happened to you in sports? That's next. My name is Mark Ryan. He's Diesel. And we are the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the Fan Upstate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Great to have you with us on a... Monday edition of the show. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstates rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. Um, so, you guys heard the top five at five. I appreciate all of you. You know, sometimes you throw out a personal uh, dilemma like that. You know, like, hey, Taylor Swift, what's the big deal? So, what if she writes a song about you? We've all dealt with worse, right? And I know. That no matter what you guys say, all of us have dealt with worse than somebody writing a song about us. Okay? Like, that is that is absolutely true. Um, you, have any of you guys heard of Second Chance Church, Church? Second Chance Church. It's in Anderson. They have a pastor there, Pastor P. I'm not saying anything that Pastor P wouldn't want me to tell you. But I was at one of the services recently, and he legit said the following. Okay? This is not like me you know, um, expounding on or exaggerating anything like this is legit what he said. He said, all guys are jerks. Every guy is a jerk. 
It's only a matter of, do you have a jerk level that your woman can handle? Then he said, all women are crazy. All women are crazy. It's just a matter of, does she have a crazy level that you personally can handle? (laughs) And I was like, I'm sitting there, and I look at my wife, and I'm like, I can't believe he gets away with this. Like, I, like I, I can't believe. Like, now, you can say anything about a dude and get away with it. Anything. You know, like, we are pinatas. Just beat us up. Throw pins at us. There's nothing we can say. You know, like, that's, we're gluttons for punishment. You know, American dudes. That's what we are. That's who we are. Okay? We, we have no defense. We just take the abuse. But for him to get up there and say, all women are crazy. I hadn't heard that before, and that's coming from a pastor at a widely attended church, Second Chance Church in, uh, in Anderson. What's good, my Anderson peeps? How are you? What's happening? Um, I thought it was, that, was, that was nuts to me. That was nuts to me. Uh, texter says, Mark, Madden Greer, you forgot one. Clemson is the daddy. The Gamecocks are the son. Madden Greer, maybe I didn't forget that one. Maybe you'll be seeing that. In a graphic near you coming up soon. How about it? What do you say? Uh, let's see here. We've got, uh, let's see, J.D. in Simpsonville. Say, he said, man, that's wild that Kansas City only had five third downs, and I swear Buffalo averaged 10-plus yards on third down. That's quite a defensive performance. Kansas City averaged 7.7 yards a play in this game. Uh, good, very, very good tops for any playoff team this year. Buffalo had no answers for them defensively. But anyway, my friends, um, you know, this to me is, is something. All right, if you look at the teams that have never been to the Super Bowl, never been. Four have never been to the game. Twelve have never won the Super Bowl. Okay, twelve have never won. Um, and so I'll share this with you. All right. The following teams have never won the Super Bowl. Buffalo, poor Buffalo, Cincinnati, Cleveland. So, so the, so the state of Ohio is blanked at winning Super Bowls. You think they would like be so jonesing for a Super Bowl that like, would you jump ship from Cincinnati to Cleveland from Cleveland to Cincinnati? Just if you had the chance to win. Detroit has never won. Houston has never won. Los Angeles Chargers have never won. Jacksonville Jaguars have never won. Tennessee Titans never won. Carolina Panthers have never won. Atlanta Falcons, Minnesota Vikings, Arizona Cardinals. Those 12 teams have never won a Super Bowl. None of them have ever won. Then... You consider the teams that have never been to the Super Bowl. There are four. The Lions have never been. Okay? Um, The Texans have never been. The Jags have never been. And the Browns have never been. Now, I'm going to tell you, I think the Jags and the Texans have an excuse. Their excuse is, but they're expansion teams. You know, you should win the Super Bowl every 32 years because there are 32 teams in the league and one team wins it every year. 
If you are merely average at your job, you'll win the Super Bowl once every 32 years, right? But Cleveland and Detroit are not expansion teams, and they have never won. Houston started playing in 2002. They've been around 22 years, haven't won. Not a great look. Jacksonville's been around since 1995, 28 years, no championship. Really not a great look. Carolina Panthers never won a Super Bowl. Awful look. But the, the Browns and the Lions, brother, like two of the founding members of the NFL, no Super Bowl wins, man, that is something else. The Houston Texans have never even played in a conference championship game. The Lions have never been to a Super Bowl. Last conference championship appearance for the Detroit, 1991. So the question is to you guys, what team that you have no ties to do you find yourself rooting for? I want you to ponder that for just a minute. We are going to go to the phones, and we get to Rick in Chicago, who's up next here on the show. Hey, Rich. You're on hey, uh, Offsides, Mark, Ryan, and Diesel. Yeah, hey, I missed What's up, you uh, on the national show, so you're getting more popular. You're hard to get into, so that's always good. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, uh, I got I told Diesel, I got two quick things for you, and it's based on what you were talking about a little bit earlier, but it is relevant. I got three teams for you that are going to surprise that have not been playoff teams, nor this year or really in the, in, the, in, the, in the past, the recent past. And these are the three you want to watch. The Bears with all their draft picks, and in fact, I think they're going to move Justin Fields for more draft picks and pick up the Southern Cal kid. Uh, the Chargers, so since they dumped their coach with the personnel they have, there's no reason that they had anybody that could coach. They should have been a playoff team this year. And the Colts, because our pal Richardson – is going to be at full strength next year with a very young, aggressive, talented team. So watch the Colts, the Chargers, and the Bears. And then the last thing I had for you, and I wanted, I'll get off and let, I'll wait for your comment. When you were talking about how long it takes a coach to uh, to win a Super Bowl or even get to a Super Bowl, and it, yep. there, there's a simple explanation for that. The guys that take a while are typically coaches that inherit teams who get the job because their predecessor was terrible and they have a terrible record. So they're stuck with poor personnel, and it's going to take a while to straighten it out, even if you're Nick Saban. It's going to take a while. So I don't think it has to do with a reflection of the coach as much as what job you take. That's going to be the problem, and I know you're right in the middle of this, for, for the Panthers. Who wants that job, really? I think they're going to have a heck of a time finding anybody that wants a job. Well, Rich, let me let me bring you into something here, okay? And um, I'll share this with you, okay? I, like, you might know this, you might not. I was in Houston, Texas. Now, the haters of ours, Rich, like to say, well, Mark, career must not be going well. You went from Tampa to Houston to the Carolinas, Greenville, South Carolina. Like, career must not be going well. What? No, no, no. I didn't have to leave Houston. I chose to leave Houston. I wanted to come live and, and work and be in a great place. But you know what appealed to me about this job, Rich, is they said to me when they were interviewing me, they're like, we need a face for this station. 
We need somebody yep. that can help us grow and then go and then build this thing and someone with an entrepreneurial spirit to build it, right? And I said, man, like I'm realizing, right, like we're starting this station from the ground up and we're competing with the Clemson flagship station in our area. And you know what, Rich? That appealed to me so much. Every time we peel new audience away from our competition, it warms the cockles of my heart. And I think that's yep. the kind of guy that, that accepts that kind of challenge, that understands that Carolina is, you know, you have to have a vision for what Carolina can be. You can't look at what Carolina is and decide that's where you want to be. And I, I, think, I think the right guy, the right kind of leader is going to embrace that challenge. What do you think? Well, here's, here's why I disagree with you. The one constant that you're not going to change is the ownership. That guy's not going anywhere. It, it's a function of, I don't care who you are, uh, you've got Tepper to deal with. That, it, that in and of itself is kind of like the Jerry Jones problem in Dallas. Anybody that isn't a lapdog isn't going to go there because Jerry Jones wants lapdogs that does what he wants them to do. Tepper is different. He's not, he doesn't need a lap dog. He just throws darts because at, at, he doesn't understand the game. Now, do you really want somebody who's going to meddle in, in really the, the, the core, base, uh, excuse me, the core football operation? No one worth, worth anything is going to accept that. That's why it's, it's fatal. And until he goes, that's never going to happen. I don't care what kind of vision you have because I'll tell you what, you're right about yourself. You know, me being a marketing and advertising guy, I checked your ratings out. Ever since you guys have gotten there in the last two years, it's astronomical. You ought to, you, you, you ought to negotiate a new contract. I've seen the ratings for Sports Talk and South Carolina. So what you're doing is, is because it's on you. You don't have a boss that's holding you back. Stepper is the guy that will right. hold Vince Lombardi back. That's why it's fatal. Hey, uh, Rich, I always appreciate your support, brother. Thank you so much. We have always welcome, got a spot you for you it. here, man. And uh, no, thank you, brother. It means the world. It means the world that you, that you ring us up, that you have all the nice things that you say about us. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I, I understand that. Guys, when you win a Super Bowl in the National Football League, okay, you're doing it between year two and year seven at your current team. Nobody wins it before year two. Nobody wins it after year seven among current active coaches. So why in the hell would you keep Sean McDermott around when he is in year seven and he just concluded year seven and the end of year seven looked exactly like the end of year six? Divisional round gets severely outcoached. The team that beats you doesn't have the talent that you do, and you're going home anyway. Well, you might say, well, Mark, what about Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco? He's in year seven. Look, guys, I mean, I do think you can be rational about this. You know, you, you know, Moneyball says in Major League Baseball, you take the pitcher out before his third time through the order. But what if the pitcher's mowing him down? Use your head. Kyle Shanahan has the San Francisco 49ers on an ascension. It's his seventh year. I do think they're going to win it this year. But if not, are you going to fire him if they lose a close game in the Super Bowl? Be the first guy who wins it after seven years. Sean McDermott is showing me nothing. Nothing. 
He's showing me nothing at all. Let's get to J.D. in Simpsonville, who is up next. J.D., what's good, man? You're off sides. Hey, Mark. Thank you for taking my call, as always. Uh, well, you know, uh, Rich was just blowing a little smoke up your skirt there, talking about your ratings and stuff. So I'll tie it into my comparison. It, it's crazy. You know, people want to down people for being a, a game manager quarterback. But what I've found, though, is that great coaches, they tend to make their quarterback they they take their great quarterbacks and turn them into game manager quarterbacks by giving them the personnel that they need and the defense that they need. And so uh, Diesel is the perfect match for you here in the upstate. Man, you guys are awesome. And uh, I'm going to keep it sports-related here. I'm, I'm talking about, though, uh, Sean McDermott and not wanting to uh, – the Bill's not wanting to fire him. You know, sometimes you get a boo-boo, and you put a Band-Aid on that boo-boo, and, you know, it hurts sometimes to rip that Band-Aid off. But from time to time, you know, it's just best just to rip it off, get the pain over with, and, you know, deal with the, you know, the circumstances after the fact. And um, it, it's just wild. Whenever you give people the tools they need, they, they, can, they can succeed. Sorry for stuttering a little bit here. Um, caught me off guard. I've been on hold for a minute, so I do apologize. But uh, you, you guys are great, Mark. What, do, what do you think? It's time to rip the bandaid off, though. Yeah, no. Look, I, I do. I mean, I, I think it's. I think we've reached that time. And stop worrying about people's feelings. You know, um, you can kind of forecast this. We said, look, there are tie-ins, there are similarities, parallels to the Buffalo Bills and their fan base and some fan bases in our area. Tyler Bass, the Bills kicker, has deactivated all of his social media accounts because he's received death threats since last night over his missed 44-yard field goal. Death threats. What a bunch of losers who have nothing more in their life. Then they're that team. is absolutely what a bunch of embarrassing. What a bunch of idiots. You, first of all, you can't ever yeah, hear a right? I mean, like he, let, he was kicking into the wind. It was awful. And uh, it just – it wasn't good circumstances. They played to lose. They played the clock out there at the end. It's their own fault. Um, But it, it, it's just crazy how people all of a sudden want to go, you know, crazy all of a sudden. It's, it's ridiculous these days. People calm down. Everybody relax. Hey, thanks for the call, J.D. I do appreciate it, brother. Thank you for ringing us up here on Offsides, the fan upstate. Guys, I mean, that's exactly right. You know, like, if Tyler Bass makes the kick, it's 27-27. Patrick Mahomes has a minute 46. Kansas City punted once the whole game. Do you see Buffalo stopping Kansas City? Based on what you saw, do you see them stopping them? That he makes the field goal. Like Buffalo had already played to lose. They were going to lose that game. Okay? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Kansas City gets the ball 146 to go, tie game. They've got an, at least an 80% chance to win. And the kicker's getting death threats. Whatever, man. Whatever. Hey, guys, what team that you have no ties to do you find yourself rooting for? That is next. Thank you for uh, your patience with uh, me dealing with the 
over the last uh, few days. I appreciate you working through it slowly but surely. It's offsides, the fan upstate. It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate. Great to have you guys with us. Uh, posed the question on Twitter earlier today. What grade would you give the local sports scene right here in the upstate? What grade would you give? Um, and my grade is a C. Okay, it's a C. Uh, I don't think, quite honestly, the sports scene here is great. Mark Ryan, how dare you? You host here in the upstate. How could you say that? I owe you two things, to work to, to work as hard as I can on the show. And to be honest with you, I'm shooting straight with you right here, bro. Shooting straight. The sports scene here is a C. On the pro level, you've got the drive. You've got the Swamp Rabbits. You've got the Greenville Triumph. You've got a new baseball team in the Berg. College side, you got Furman, Clemson, USC, Upstate, Wofford. High school side, you got an extremely passionate fan base, fan bases for all high school sports here. You have high-level football here in the Upstate, right? Um, my grade is a C. Now, you got a, you got a couple of people who live here. Gray Thompson says, A. It's accessible, it's affordable, it's near-perfect geography, even the weather is often flawless. Uh, is it accessible? Yeah. Is it affordable? Yeah. Is it near-perfect geography? Yeah, mountains and beaches, man. Amazing. The weather is often flawless. All of that is true. Lived in Georgia, grew up in the upstate, other than... The larger high schools in Spartanburg, high school football level of play isn't that high. Overall, it's a B based on accessibility and affordability. I read this, and it costs $672 for a family of four to attend an NFL game. Uh, Spirit of the Valley says Daniel High has won the state championship three of the last four years. Daniel Spartanburg is consistently good. Westside High just won the state championship. Right. So a lot of people are chiming in on this in terms of, you know, the the overall grade for the sports scene here in the upstate. So why is my grade a C? Very simple. The points for the upstate. You got college football fanatics here. You got massive support for high school football here. Both of those are true. This area shuts down. For college football Saturdays, and that's awesome. This area shuts down for Friday night lights, and that's awesome. But for points against for me, and, you know, Diesel and I have been over this time and again with you, and I'm sorry, but this knocks this area down significantly. The area constantly votes against sports expansion. Constantly votes against stadium initiatives. All right? If you don't grow, you can't go. Once you cease getting better, you cease being good. There are way too many people here that want things to be the way they always have been, and that, my friends, is a losing fight that you are never going to win. I think the area pro teams here receive limited support. And I want to I make sure I qualify that by saying, look, 
if you go to the Swamp Rabbits games, I love you. If you go to the Triumph games, brother, I love you. Greenville Drive games, I love you. It's fantastic that you go. But the support is limited. And then when bigger leagues look at the support or lack thereof that our pro teams get here, they say, we're not going there. We're not going there. You know, like they don't sell out for the pro teams that they do have. And when you do that, that hinders the future pro possibilities that we have here. Now, you never know if the NHL could consider this area. You laugh now, but this area is growing faster than Charlotte. This area is now bigger than Charlotte was when it got an NFL team, the Carolina Panthers. This area is growing as fast as Atlanta is growing. So laugh now. You won't be laughing in 10 to 20 years. Why couldn't this area get an MLS team, an XFL team? Why not us? Why not now? The problem is you got too many old fogies making the decisions, um, and they're standing in the way of progress here. All right? MLS would be great here. XFL would be great here. The issue is more about the attitude here of the old guard wanting to keep everything the same as opposed to growing. And that's the problem. That's why the upstate sports scene gets a C for me. What is your upstate sports scene grade? What grade would you give the sports scene here? I welcome. I welcome your thoughts. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm just trying to be honest with you. Okay, like, yeah, we've got some teams here. Uh, when's the last time you drove from Spartanburg to Greenville to watch the Swamp Rabbits, Diesel? You know? Yeah, Mark. I, it is what it is, right? For many of the reasons that you just said, uh, I mean, I would give it a C, C minus, and I would say, unfortunately, it can't go any higher than that because we have a local population, like you said, that doesn't want to – uh, invest in the growth of this area. They want to keep things small. They want to keep things essentially unchanged. But guess what? You can't. That's life, man. You're either growing or you're shrinking. There is no staying the same for any town anywhere. There is no staying the same. So you could be a part of the solution and, and building things the way you want them to be or you can get voted out in a couple of years, and you'll get something you definitely don't want put in. So uh, it can never be better than a C because we have pro sports, yes, but it's not highest-level pro sports, and we don't have a population that wants to see highest-level pro sports. We have a seemingly, you know, we have a market that demands the best from their football teams in college. But everywhere else, you'll settle for, well, uh, a semi-pro team sounds pretty good. Uh, a level two, level three, level four pro sports team, that's pretty good. At least we'd have that, right? No, if you're not going for, for broke, don't go at all. Amen. Amen. And so you hear Diesel and I, we're on the more progressive side of the argument. We want to see this area grow. We've been a part of this area's growth, right? And we want you guys to, to fight for what's right so we can party together. 
Um, and, you know, the, the, the fact that Spartanburg is getting a team is a great thing. But when you look at the overall sports scene, you got one major college here, Clemson. You've got a few smaller colleges that do very well, okay? You've got some minor league teams at the lower minor league level that are on the pro level, and you got massive support for high school sports. Folks, that is a C sports scene, okay? You want better? You got to be willing to adapt and accept change. Six o'clock hours next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.